and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another fine, fabulous, fiery, and feisty Friday morning Friends Torch Report 229, Election Shenanigans Exposed. If there was any doubt, any doubt whatsoever that the Democrats are trying to steal this midterm election, today you will find the proof right here from yours truly. Friends, this is not a joke. But to begin, I have to ask, what's more important? One, that the husband of a prominent politician has been bludgeoned with a hammer. Or two, that the mainstream media is running a little white lie just days before the midterm elections. What's more important? You know, when it comes to raw emotional appeal, there is really no contest. Violent crimes appeal appeal to a rudimentary urge that compels our curiosity to explore the gore. So sure, you want to know who got bludgeoned with a hammer? You know, what happened? why they do it? Who did it? What's going to happen to them? You know, I guess they caught the guy. But who is this guy? What was the motive? But I, I have to implore you, friends, to resist the urge to misallocate your attention on such sensational headlines and realize that the impact of one Little white lie can change the course of history. Of course, we know uh, when a local news station airs the results of an election 12 days before the election is over, (laughs) what do we call that? You know, do we call it a mistake? Oh, oops, you know, or how about we call it what it is? It's election interference. And we're going to get to that in just a moment, friends. But today, a little fast Friday foray in the news today, we learned that Russia, Russia, Russia is threatening an untested area of international law, according to the so-called, quote, space lawyers, end quote. Apparently, the evil Russian tyrants might boldly go where no tyrant has gone before. They might even blow up some civilian satellites with a missile. Are you scared yet? Also in the news today, it has come to light that U.S. taxpayers are funding drag queen story hours in Ecuador, much to the chagrin of some Ecuadorian politicians. They say, and I quote, it is disturbing to see that the U.S. is willing to expose young children to such sexualization. It saddens me that the taxes of American families are wasted in perverting values of a other countries. It seems to be an attack against the values of the great majority of Ecuadorians that the United States is practicing this diplomacy of gender ideology. End quote. My dear Ecuadorian friend, I could not agree more. It is disturbing. It is sickening. It is saddening that taxpayers' dollars are being used to fund drag queen story hours in Ecuador, to which uh, the U.S. State Department has uh, retorted. They say, well, you know, the program, it's not uh, it's not sad. This is this is a program that seeks to promote diversity and inclusion and provide a space for cultural exchange and creative expressions for adolescents and youth and young adults to promote tolerance. There you have it, friends. There you have it. According to the State Department, it's all on the up and up. And this is just exactly what we need to be doing. The diplomacy of gender ideology all around the globe. All righty then, moving on. In other news, Canadians are marching straight into an Orwellian hell as their insanely woke government has now received $105 million from the World Economic Forum to pilot a known travel.
Traveler Digital Identity Program. This, this digital identity program promises to track everyone everywhere they go. And for those curious, this initiative has been in development by the WEF since 2015. And they're working in conjunction with Google, Intel, Interpol, the UN Counterterrorism Directorate, U.S. Department of Commerce, and the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, all working together on a nice new 21st century digital identity. Outstanding. The original rollout was uh, targeted for the first quarter of 2020, which just so happened to coincide with the uh, the rollout of the pandemic, the shandemic, the plandemic, uh, event 201. And I'm sure, of course, that was just a coincidence. But friends, meanwhile, as the new Green Deal, Green New Deal continues to strangle the life out of the world's economy, the U.S., now has less than 25 days of diesel supply left to keep our country running, just at the same time as the Europeans are preparing for rolling energy blackouts during the coldest winter months, losing electricity for up to 45 hours a week so as to avert a potential energy crisis that could, quote, cripple the country, end quote. Now, if we ran out of diesel in less than 25 days, would that cripple our country? I'm just curious. Losing electricity for up to 45 hours a week during the coldest winter months doesn't sound like much fun, but I'm a little more concerned over the diesel supply. But, you know, come on. It's amusing, isn't it? It's amusing. Friends, welcome. Welcome to future Earth. <laughs> welcome to future Earth. Did you? <laughs> oh, I put the link in there, friends. The one agenda, the rule of all, lots of stuff here. If you're interested, you can learn about how they create the science to influence the policymakers and advance their agenda by checking out the Earth Targets Initiative. This is the insanity, this cooked up science that's driving the Green New Deal. That's why we keep fossil fuels in the ground, have less than 25 days of diesel supply, and why the Europeans are going cold this winter. You might also enjoy taking a peek at the deep pockets that are funding this agenda, along with their international consortium of NGO partnerships by looking into the uh, the Global Commons Alliance. And of course, you'll not be surprised to find the WEF et al. there. What is critical to keep in mind, and why I'm pointing this out, friends, is that these organizations are using commie tactics to dictate top-down environmental policies. They are specifically promoting centralized control over production and consumption, just like the commies, and uh, also the eradication of personal property, property rights in order to protect the planets. In other words, they want total control, total, unmitigated, unrestricted control of every aspect of your life. By the year 2030, you will own nothing, you will eat bugs, and you will be happy. Which brings us back to the upcoming elections, friends. The stakes are high. This is what the, the entire left side of the political spectrum, the progressive agenda, the Democrat Party platform, all of them together, this is what they're pushing. This is what you're voting for if you A, choose not to vote, or B, choose to vote with anybody with a D next to their name. It matters. It matters because the left is so desperate to retain control over the U.S. political establishment, desperate enough to do anything to keep their power. They will do anything to maintain their momentum in this, quote, incredible transition to future Earth. Friends, do you remember when 
let's just take a little stroll down memory lane here. Do you remember in the 2020 presidential election when Fox News called the election for Biden in lockstep with the rest of the mainstream media? I know a lot of people were were, were shocked, like, oh, my gosh, how could Fox be doing this? They're, they're betraying their conservative base. That was all on the heels of them calling Arizona for Biden on election night, despite the fact that all the ballots were not being – hadn't even been tallied yet. And – as the whole world looked on, I'm sure no doubt laughing at us, you know, at this banana republic of an election, over a week later, as all of the many, 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 many irregularities mounted, there were still several states that had not yet certified their elections weeks later. And yet the mainstream media, including Fox News, had already declared that Joe Biden was the winner. He was the most popular president ever elected. And anybody who questioned that narrative before the narrative was even finalized was a ah, radical MAGA extremist. OK, honestly, friends, uh, looking back as I was, I was pulling up the links there in the article, uh, it's just a raw topic. You know, it's almost too painful to think about the deceit and the lies and the trickery. You know, hope dashed against the rocks. We only thought that Donald Trump was going to get reelected. Uh, the, the wholesale corruption that was so blatant and obvious right out in front of God and everybody. But what the hell? Why weren't any? Why wasn't anybody doing anything about it? Where were the Republican leaderships? Where was the Republican National Committee? Why wasn't there a demand for accountability? Why weren't more politicians interested in answering the huge list of perfectly legitimate questions being raised by the deluge of disturbing revelations. Why did all of the uh, counting suddenly stop in the middle of the night in several swing states? Why, uh, why did the delays only happen in the swing states? Why were there election observers being barred from entering uh, to, to observe the counting of ballots? Why were there votes in the 2020 elections sent overseas for processing and tabulation? Why were there electronic voting machines hooked up to the Internet? Why were votes from 30 states in America processed by a Canadian firm? And on and on and on, friends. Nobody really wanted to get into that. There's a whole list of questions there if you want to check it out. Legitimate questions. And, you know, this, of course, these questions and the, and the demand for answers to these questions led to J6. You know, hey, we the people want answers. Hey, 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 time out. Hold on. Before we certify this, before this goes down in history as as Biden being the most popular president ever election ever elected, we have some election questions and we demand an answer because if everybody was doing their effing job from the county auditor level on up, secretaries of state and, you know, the whole election apparatus, then we would have a paper trail and we would know. And oh, by golly, when you start looking at the paper trail, you come to find out there's all kinds of uh, weird statistical anomalies. But never mind all of that. Why were uh, none of our political leaders really interested in answering these questions? Maybe, just maybe, it's because many of the people who did rally to demand answers are now locked in solitary confinement and held as political prisoners to this day. Maybe, just maybe, those in the halls of Congress knew better than to get cross with the global cabal. They knew the threat of suicide was very a very real affliction, a la Epstein style. Or, friends, maybe, just maybe, 
these corrupt political shysters were cut in on the deal and realized that it would be easier to play along and get their little slice of pie because after all, someone has to rule the peasants and profit from this fundamental transformation of life as we know it. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows what really happened? I'm sure our elections are safe and secure. I mean, my local candidate for county auditor told me our elections are safe, secure. So why should I doubt the process? Who knows what really happened? Friends, I believe that you know. I believe that somewhere inside you, you know. You know that Joe Biden is a sock puppet. You know that our country is under siege. You know that our elections have been hijacked and that our political establishment is unabashedly corrupt. You and I and the majority of other red-blooded Americans know that we have been cheated and deceived. But these are difficult facts to face. It's hard to accept what it means It's easier to ignore the implications and cling to the hope that we can still vote ourselves out of this mess. And maybe we can. There's always room for hope. We should always have hope. But there is no hope if the media is allowed to continue to interfere with our elections, to manipulate public perception, and to preemptively pick our political winners. That's why one little white lie is so damn profound. This just in, Arizona Fox News Channel 10 calls Arizona governor's race for Democrat Katie Hobbs 12 days before the election on live TV. (gasps) Whoops! It was an accident, they claim. The unlikable liberal candidate, Katie Hobbs, had been trailing the people's constitutional champion, Carrie Lake, by 11 points headed into the election. But after a radically unprecedented 18-point swing, the progressive darling stole the hearts and minds of Arizonans and was declared the victor. And 12 days before the elections were even held, no less. You know what? An amazing story. It's incredible. What historic times we live in. But doesn't it sound familiar, friends? Haven't we heard this before? That's right. That's right. This story is very reminiscent of the remarkable 35-point swing that catapulted the deployment progressive Pam Anderson into a historic victory in the primaries for the Colorado Secretary of State. It gave her an edge in the bid to oversee the state's uber-efficient Dominion voting machines. And of course, you can brush up on this and other stories in Torch Report 156, the massive fraud the midterm elections exposed. But here's here's the dirty little secret, friends. It's no white lie. The reason the local news station broadcast the election results 12 days before the election was uh, even happening was because of, quote, an error caused by the Associated Press during testing, end quote. Per their announcements, they promise they are taking steps to make sure this will never happen again. And uh, because it's never fun when you get caught cheating, but it'll never happen again. And somehow that makes everything okay. I suppose that we are not supposed to notice that the Associated Press generated the results and distributes them to clients in advance of the elections actually being conducted, right? Until this is happening before the ballots are even turned in or counted. They've already generated the results and distributing them. They weren't supposed to put them out there yet, but they did. That was an accident. Whoops, sorry, we won't let that happen again. 
Of course, the Associated Press generating results and distributing them to clients, this is all part of the Trusted News Initiative because the news is always trustworthy. That's why they created the Trusted News Initiative, which was formed back in 2019 to control the flow of global information because when they can control the flow of global information, then they can control and manipulate public perception. People base their beliefs on the information that they receive and all of that. Hey, a cutesy little video there in the article. It's about three minutes and 50 seconds long. If you check it out, it'll break down the Trusted News Initiative, the TNI, the tool of the global cabal, their tool of choice for the psychological warfare that is being foisted upon humanity. It's worth taking a look at, but I'm sure... That probably doesn't matter as much as Paul Pelosi being beaten with a hammer in the crime-laden cesspool of San Francisco. I know it's a sad story, friends, and sometimes shit happens. But the timing of this just smacks of distraction and strong-arm tactics. I really don't know what happened to Pelosi. I know that uh, if there's such thing as karma. <laughs> he probably had it coming, but that's a terrible thing to say. So uh, nevertheless, the real news of the day today, friends, is that the media just tipped their cards. They have already decided who will win the elections. The information has already been generated and it is set for distribution. They've worked out all the kinks and now they'll be sure to inform the public of the selected winners in a more time appropriate manner. The elections, meh, you know, elections are just to keep people entertained while the global cabal systematically advances their agenda under the cover of their media allies. Friends, tell me, what do you think about that? I would really like to know. So please let me know in the comments below. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do me the great honor of clicking that little heart and giving me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. Uh, don't forget, you can support this publication for as little as $7 a month by joining the Patriot Club. Get some special reports and behind-the-scenes access. Lots of fun there, friends. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you would share this podcast with everyone you know. Hey, and for those who are listening on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or Apple iTunes, or everywhere podcasts are heard, please know that the articles have all all the links, there's images and lots of great stuff that the podcasting platforms don't carry. You have to find that on my substack at thetorchreport.com. Thetorchreport.com. Check it out if you haven't already. Get out there and embrace this fine, fabulous Friday. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. <laughs>